Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Over the holiday weekend, we were using, um, have you ever heard of table topics? It's not Mm-mm. really a game because no, nobody not. wins. It's just basically like a cube full of cards with a question on them to get people talking around oh, sure. the yeah. table. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we have a family version of that. And uh, we were doing that over the weekend. And my kids came up with a really good question. This is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Hi. Trainer. And the question was if you could live in any TV show, which TV show would you oh, live in? Fun. Actually, and it wasn't just even a TV show. It was really, a, I believe it was a TV show or movie. Okay. But for our purposes, we'll just say, what TV show would you live in? 651-641-1071. I thought this was just kind of like a fun thing yeah, to talk no, about. Yeah, what did you say? Well, I said, and partly because I'm watching it right now, and partly because I just love everything about it, Bleeps Creek. Oh, okay. I. Why do you want to live there? Because I just, the characters are amazing. Um, I now have a fondness of this little fictional area known as Bleeps Creek. Um, and I just, I don't know, just is like one of those, you just know that they you want to like be a in good that restaurant essence. or something. No, or like, no, it's not, it's like a little hobunk town with a little uh, motel and some characters. I mean, it's not really like glamorous at all. Hobunk. Oh, I thought it was podunk. That too. Oh. Hobunk or podunk. Never heard of hobunk. 651-641-1071. If you could live in any TV show, which TV show would you live oh in? God, Kelly's on the I line. Right? Kelly's on the line. Hi, Kelly. Hi. If you could live in any TV show, what TV show would you live in? Absolutely 1,000% Friends. Oh, yes. That yes. was on my short list. But yes. what about Friends uh, was it that you that you wanted to live in? Well, I mean, I loved, loved the relationships, but I just think, you know, it hit, it checks my boxes for my three favorite things. I love coffee, mm-hmm. I love to laugh, and I love sex. Oh, and, okay. you know, it wow. encompassed all of that. Put them all out there. <laughs> I mean, all Kelly, right there. you sound like a fun person to hang yes. out with. Thank you, Kelly. Have a great have day. This image of her drinking coffee and... Having sex. having sex. I thought she was going to say New York City, but yeah, I'm no, delighted th- at how uh, forthcoming she yeah, was. All right. Bradley, do you have, I mean, oh God. besides I mean, how the many, obvious? All of them. Doctor Who, the Golden Girls, Facts of Life. Um, I mean, Rhoda, you name it. The thing I thought was interesting about this question is that we didn't, like, we were very specific that it wasn't just the house that you would want to yeah, live in, yeah. or it wasn't just, like, the character that you would want to embody, or something like that, but, like, literally, you, the person you are right now, get dropped into a TV show. Yeah. Which one would it be? Yeah. Um, we've got Carrie on the line. Hi, Carrie. Carrie, if you could live in any TV show, Carrie, what TV show would you live in? Gilmore Girls. Oh my gosh, that's another one. Why the Gilmore Girls? Yeah, I spent about six weeks binging it, and during those entire six weeks, I would dream about it at night. I just fell so in love with the characters on the TV show. Right. Yes, and the city. 
right? Oh, like yeah. you just want to live in Stars Hollow. Yes, absolutely. I wanted to hang out with with more with uh, Rory and Lorelai. I know, I know, and go to the and go to the the little diner. Oh my gosh, now I can't remember his name. Didn't Luke. They, Luke, yeah, Luke Steiner. Go, go to Luke Steiner yes. and hang out with Crazy Kirk. I and, know. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Carrie. I'm I with you like, on that. I feel like Holly would have a good answer to this question, Holly. And by good, I mean random. Weird and obscure. Yeah. Mine's not random. Oh, good. What I would it? live in Star Trek The Next Generation. Ooh, you know why? Why? Because they got the holodeck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah. no, that's a good mm-hmm. one. Let's go to Mikey. <laughs> Hi, Mikey. Mikey, if you could live in any TV show, which TV show would it be in, Mikey? Alaskan Bush People. <laughs> wow. Okay, tell us why. Well, I've always admired how the living off of, semi-off of the grid. Oh, yeah. The freedom to do whatever you want, you know, just live out in the woods, not... You know, have the hustle and bustle of what society is turning into. Right. No, that's for sure. I love it. Well, thank you, Mikey. That Thanks, was a Mike. creative answer that I was not yeah, anticipating. Bush. Like, I was just like, I feel like I would pick a place with better lodging. I just right. feel like Alaskan bush people are not going to have the best lodging. But what do I know? I, I mean, you definitely have is that the- like bugs in your bits and... What? Bugs in your bed? I'm just saying, like, you know, it's Alaska. Off, what do you think? I don't going know. There? There's wildlife. Crabs? Like, there's know. rampant I just STDs. Think, like, I always think, <laughs> like, that's my thing with being outside. I always think outside looks really good. Oh, but once you get yeah. out in the elements, there's gnats well, in your nose. I know they live in mansions like or something. I've never watched Alaskan bush people. You think they live in bush mansions? I, I don't know what a bush person is. It makes the only Alaska show that I've seen is that one where they stick hoses in the water and get. Like di- they suck out the mud and pan for gold. I have no. Oh, that's ever like a huge thing. I guarantee, if we asked about it, people would like flood the phone lines. It's called Gold Rush. Yeah, there are all these shows about like the people who like try to pan for gold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Let's, like those fish ones where they go out and you know they're like fighting each other to fish. Deadliest catch. Mm-hmm. Now that's a show about crabs calling. I don't think I could do that. Let's go to David. <laughs> Hi, David. David, if you could live in any TV show, what TV show would it be? That TV show would be The Expanse. What is Ooh, that that's one? That's a good one. A, Sci-fi, right? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's about 250 years in the future. The human race is settled all, all over the, 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 the solar system. There's, you know, kind of on the verge of, of war between Earth and Mars. It's just fantastic. Oh, do we have flying cars in that? Um, you got a lot of flying stuff in that. Yeah, uh, you, you have a lot of spaceships. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I could get behind that. Thank you so much, David. Uh, and let's go to Jeff. Jeff, you'll have the final word. Jeff, if you could live in any TV show, what would it be? Hands down, it'd be Gilligan's Island. Oh, fun. <laughs> what would you want to do most? Uh, first thing I do is I would save everybody by killing Gilligan. Oh my god! The only reason nobody is getting off that island. Mm, he's a mess. <laughs> maybe don't yeah. kill him. Could you just yeah, like just, I don't like, know reason with him and tell him or like well, either that or yeah, I think you'd have to kill him because somehow he yeah he, wow. he, would, he would he he ruins it every time no matter what. So <laughs> suddenly it just got real dark. I know. I mean, just hit him over the head with a coconut. I, mean, yeah. I think Jeff is like 
kind of confusing survivor with Gilligan's Island. You don't get to yeah. like um, extinguish not survivor, him. like uh, murder survivor. Lord of the flies. Yeah. Right, exactly. Oh, poor Gilligan. Oh, that went in a weird direction oh, that buddy. I wasn't ready for, <laughs> little buddy. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, how does a Meghan Markle make her money? Mm, you won't believe your eyes or ears because that's what we're using today. After this on My Talk 1071. How does Meghan Markle make her money? Uh, <laughs> what? Just the way you asked that made it sound real mysterious. Well, I think I never really gave it any How thought does she before. Make her money. I never gave it any thought before, but this is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. I guess I just figured like the royal family just had money and they just kept pouring it in her purse. Okay, so how do you think Meghan Markle makes money, right? Uh, That's a question that, like you said, you maybe not have thought that much about. But first, I want you to say, how much do you think she makes? How much money do I think Meghan Markle makes? Are we talking in uh, our 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 currency? Dollars, yes. yes. Okay. Uh, Yearly? Yes. I'm going to say $200,000. Okay, Holly, do you have a guess? I'm guessing that she makes 2.3 million US dollars wow. per year. Okay. She's I mean, she is a princess of the United Kingdom. Mm. Well, as far as I know, both of you could be right or wrong. Oh. Here's the thing. So, I showed up for this article titled How much does Meghan Markle make? To which I thought there's going to be an answer. Mm-hmm. Turns out there's no answer. Well, it seems like they mistitled that article. Well, if I told you it was from an outfit called the Cheat Sheet, uh, do you remember CheatSheet.com? Yeah. Do you know what's really interesting about that? What? Um, I recall that they did some articles about her, and we decided that she must have a friend that works for the Cheat Sheet. Exactly, because there were, yeah, I don't remember the particular article, but you're absolutely right. It was but this, making her look real good. This article's from someone named Finn McRae. Mm. Meghan Markle is a hardworking, determined woman. She started from the bottom until she carved out a niche for herself in Hollywood. So somebody else sounds like they're on the payroll. Right. Well, so then you go through, and mo- like most of, um, like most of the Cheat Sheet stuff, it's kind of dumb. Mm-hmm. Because they always promise to give you something that they don't. They give don't you. give it to you. They cheat now, you out I, of it. That's why it's the cheat sheet. Now, what I will tell you is that they tell us how she makes her money, and I think that's the better conversation to show up for. So, if I said, "How does she make her money?" then we can talk about details. And the first thing I would say to you is, "How do you think Meghan Markle pays her bills? Like, how who how is she getting checks in the mail, and where are they from?" You know, I don't. I honestly never gave it any thought. And so whenever I think about like super wealthy, well-to-do people, I think they probably have something to do with property. Oh, sure. You know, like Like, real estate or something. Well, no, actually. And um, again, I turned up for this article and wanted specifics. But what I did get was I started getting specifics in how she probably makes most of her money, even though we don't learn exactly, you know, the amounts. But you have to remember that she's probably getting a big fat residual check, right? From her work on suits. Yeah. So that's the first thing. Um, it looks like she was making oh fifty thousand dollars an episode back when she was doing suits. 
Um, you know, that means that between 2011 and 2018, because they did math, that would be like over $5 million, mm-hmm. right? She also apparently used to get a ton of money through endorsements and sponsorships. Now, um, those probably don't continue, right? Because presumably she's not allowed to have endorsements and sponsorships right. as, uh, the, uh, you know, a member of the royal family. But that's where things start to get interesting. So in order to answer the question how she makes money today beyond just the residuals, you learn how the royal family makes their money. And it turns out really... The queen, you know, the queen has the stuff that she has, her private property and investments. But then they also get a big fat check from uh, the British government every year. Okay. It's something like, oh gosh, I th- it, it depends on the year. But I think in 2017, they got about $58 million from the government. Mm-hmm. And that's for all of the like stuff that they do they that they show up for right Right. like we always see pictures of them like waving and holding ceremonies and cutting things and showing off new buildings and and knighting people and all that kind of stuff right Mm -hmm. so the government sort of reimburses them for all the costs of feeding the people who show up for those events and all that stuff so that's like 58 million dollars well then which sounds like a lot of money except for that you have to consider that that gets probably divvied up super watered down family yeah Absolutely. So then what you realize very quickly is that Meghan Markle is getting a check every month. We don't know how much the check is, but it's for all the stuff that she's showing up for. Um, And she's not the only one that's getting a check. Of course, everybody who has royal duties as a part of the royal household um, is getting a check. It's probably not very much because, again, you know, it's trickling down from the queen. So they have to pay out. And really, most of that money is going for their transportation costs mm-hmm. and their housing costs mm-hmm. and their cost of living costs. So on the one hand, it's probably not that big. She's right. not getting a big fat check. On the other hand, pretty much everything she's doing is getting paid for, right? Exactly. Most of her meals are probably paid for, you know, like with the exception of a couple vacations. I don't even know if that's the case, but I would imagine that there is like, a very small sliver of her private life that she actually gets to maintain some sort of financial autonomy over. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, like Frogmore cottage, she's not paying rent. No, that's like the, that's a Royal property, right? So she's just kicking it in there for free. And the people that are cutting the weeds and, uh, you know, planting things and, Taking care of stuff, taking out the trash, that's all. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
paid for. So this article I showed up for thinking I was going to get information. I didn't really. But what I did end up getting was kind of a backstory on how the royal family makes money, which I thought was particularly interesting. Well, and that's sort of why I thought that it it would be shockingly little. Yeah. You know, you wouldn't think that a princess would be making $200,000. Again, we don't know the the actual figure, but I figured it would be far less than what, what you might assume with a title that she would be getting. Yeah, exactly. It And there are a couple other things that the, the queen gets that she can sort of, you know, uh, pass out among her, her family and friends. There's something called the Duchy of Lancaster Estate, which was about $26 million in the last couple hmm. of years. But regardless, as far as Meghan Markle is concerned and how she's making money, she's probably pretty limited, but she's going to be just fine. I had always wondered that about like, about the princess, about uh, Harry and Will. Mm-hmm. Did one, Does one of them make more than the other? I mean, you'd, you would assume that Will makes a little bit more money, right? Because he's the next in line after Charles. I will say it looks like... Um, and there and was what about a, the kids? Do they start getting paid right now? Well, yeah, there was a piece that I read in here about um, an inheritance that... Um, not what's his name, her husband, Harry, mm-hmm. uh, that he gets. And so I'm assuming, though, that that comes from his mother's side of the family, because you would sure. imagine that the children inherited whatever private wealth their mother had. Right. So Which she probably amassed quite a bit. Yeah, after well, her she family, was... you know, they have lots of money. Right. Oh, my gosh. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got dumb people doing dumb things. Crazy, stupid idiots after this on My Talk 1071. We've got some dumb people doing dumb things on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh, before we get to those dumb people doing dumb things, we have a little something that we would like to give away. We do. Yes, we are generous today. Holly, what are we giving away? We're giving away a pair of tickets to the mixtape tour, New Kids on the Block, <sighs> Salt and Peppa, Tiffany, Debbie Gibson, and Naughty by Nature, all at one event at the XL Energy Center on June 11th. Tickets are on sale now. Seventh caller, 651-641-1071. Oh, that lucky person. 651-641-1071. Caller number seven. All right. Come on. <laughs> All right, now let's get to those crazy, stupid idiots. Mm, let's do it. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again. Off the heads of the state of Florida. Florida. first bradley well we are going to tampa Hmm. i want to tell you about one particular tampon uh by the name of cody cody cummins 27 year old cody cummins Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. and i want to tell you he's unemployed he's an unemployed cook unemployed cook cody cummins um also he posed for a mugshot recently with a big smile on his face. Oh. Proud was, of himself, was he? 
Apparently he was. But it's why he was smiling that earns him crazy, stupid idiot status. He was smiling because, oh, did he pleasure himself somewhere in public or something? Okay, even though his name is his name. Well, also, he was Not, happy. I felt like maybe he was... That's a good guess. Yeah, thank crazy, you. Crazy, stupid idiot. Town. But I will tell you, he's a cook by trade. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe lean towards that end of things. Than oh, the, okay. Touching his bits. Oh, is he is, and he's unemployed now because yeah. of whatever he did. Well, I don't know if it was directly related, okay. but he did intentionally and unlawfully do something that might have involved food. Oh, did he throw a cheeseburger at somebody? Uh, no, but he did throw something at someone, and that's what earned him crazy, stupid idiot status. In fact, the 27 year old unemployed cook, beaming for that mug shot Saturday evening, threw a cob of corn. At his mother's head. Okay. Yeah. So it turned out that his mother, a 56-year-old woman, I don't know what her name is, uh, was just in the wrong place at the wrong time where Mr. Cummins is concerned. And uh, he flung, or flinged, flang, he flinged, flang, flunged a corn cob at his mom's head. Why? I don't know. He was just mad and he felt like flinging but a corn cob. He felt good about it, I think, because if you look at his mugshot, he's like, <laughs> I hit my mom in the head with the corn cob. Oh, yeah. He's really proud. And uh, he does, let's see, approximately 1928 hours. I think that's about 730, right? The defendant intentionally unlawfully threw a corn cob at the victim. She did not have any injuries, you'll be happy to know. He did flee the scene, though. Although, I would just like to say... Uh, and they live together, by the way. Fleeing the scene is not going to really do you much good, right? Right. Especially when it's your mom. Because she knows your name. Yeah. She knows your address. Mm-hmm. And she knows what you look like. And she probably knows what you're driving and where you went. Yes. Apparently, there is a statute number for getting a corn cob thrown at your head. It's 784-03-1A1. Corn cob to the head. Suddenly, I just really am hungry for corn. But I would prefer that it not get thrown at me. He also, by the way, has a tattoo on his abdomen that says, laugh now, cry later. I wonder which one he's doing. I think he's laughing now. But he'll be crying later. Right? In jail. (laughs) All right. Uh, For our next story, we are going to Tarpon Springs, Florida. Oh, Tarpan Springs. Isn't Tarpon a fish or something? Yes, it is. Uh, And we are specifically going to an Arby's, which they have the meats. I don't know if you heard about this. Okay. Um, 30-year-old Christopher Merrick went into a closed Arby's in Tarpon Springs, Florida last week uh, while they were counting the money up at the end of the day. Okay. And he helped himself to the money. And then he ran. That's called that's called burglary. Yeah, generally speaking. Right. He ran with the money and he went to hide because he didn't want to get caught by the police. Yeah, understandable. Um, and he hid in, you know, about the most unlikely place for a person who just stole money from an Arby's. He went across the street to the McDonald's and hid in the ladies' room. Oh, that's a good hiding spot. Nobody would look there. But they did. The cops showed up. They found him in the cash. He'd stolen $1,450 from the Arby's. That's a lot of meats. Now, all of that is just, you know, 
pretty garden variety, crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah. He took the money from the till at the and Arby's ran. and ran and he, you know, hid in the bathroom at the McDonald's, whatever. Okay. It's when the cops asked him, why did you steal money from the Arby's? Which I also really enjoy that the cops typically ask the criminal why they committed the crime. Why did you if, do it? As if there would be some sort of satisfactory answer. Never a logical answer. Never is, right? Well, his answer was, quote, I saw the money on the counter and it was like calling out to me. Um, Like it was talking to him? Yeah, like I guess. He thought it actually or was talking he to him? just saw the money and felt like, I want to have that money. Okay. And the money was calling to him and he took it. I don't know. It was just talking to me and I took it. And now the authorities are talking to him because okay. he is being charged with they were like, felony grand theft. And you're talking to us. Yeah. So that's how that works. Take me to jail. He's not, by the way, smiling in his mugshot, Bradley. Oh, I'm sure. Let me have a mm-hmm. gander here. A little look-see. And Mr. Arby's thief. We got them. Me- Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Not okay. smiling. He looks like a little bit uh, Mick Jaggery, you know, a little yes. Mick Jagger slash uh, serial killer. Yeah. 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 Okay. That was a good assessment. That was in Tarpon Springs. Correct. Okay, Tarpon Springs. That's Florida. And oh, look, we're going to go to our south. <clears throat> Iowa? Iowa. Des Moines. It's mm. French. Mm-hmm. So I want to tell you now, I don't know if we actually covered the story initially, but this is still an unsolved crime. Perhaps one of uh, Iowa's most notorious unsolved crimes. In fact, it's been four years. Since uh, a burglar committed one of Iowa's most heinous crimes, police have yet to bring him to justice. But I thought I would bring this up because, well, you know, like, a, a you know, kind of like a, what's his name? Adam? No, that was the kid. Ugh, that was awkward. Oh, the Unsolved Mysteries guy? Yeah, what's it? Not John Unsolved Mysteries. That's Robert Stack. Robert, Robert Stack, yeah. and he's dead. But I'm talking about the dad. <laughs> John Walsh from John America's Walsh. Most John Wanted. Walsh, that's America's the one. Most Wanted. And it we was got there. His son adam right yeah it's a sad story anyway you know how he does the uns or the america's America's most Most wanted Wanted, yeah (laughs) which are basically unsolved mysteries that's why i'm stuttering so this particular crime colleen happened in late march of 2015 when a burglar broke into a truck parked outside the south ridge senior residences in des moines And apparently, uh, Patrick Gould, who's 64 at the time, told cops that the suspect had entered his vehicle around 3 a.m. by forcing the driver's side door open with an unknown blunt object. Now, remember, I said this was one of Iowa's most heinous crimes. It's what they stole that uh, made it so heinous. Mm -hmm. And still unsolved. You're never going to guess. It's not Fort Knox. It's not like... You know, some secret recipe for atomic weapons. Okay. It's nothing. Not like that. Not like that. It's a bag of dog do. Oh. Oh, I have so many questions. So four what years ago. What was a bag of dog do doing in the car anyway? Well, it was a truck. I mean, okay. What was and the was, dog do doing in the truck? In the and it was in the truck bed. Okay. Uh-huh. And when the police showed up, they said, okay, somebody broke into your car. Did they steal anything? Mr. Gould said, yes, they did. Stug- stole a bag of dog do. You know, like from when you take your dog on a walk yeah. and you pick up after them. Which I would like to congratulate that person for doing that much because 
Some people don't. So it's still an open case oh in Des Moines, gosh. Iowa, the bag of dog dew that was stolen. Now, can I tell you that there is an actual value attached to the dog dew bag? What is it? One dollar. According to the police. Price. <laughs> yeah, actual retail price on the police report that was filed at the time says uh, the following. Um, bag of dog feces. Oh, my gosh. Owner. Patrick William Gould, status stolen, uh, value $1. I just don't understand. I feel like Iowa needs to like, you know, get some more crimes. Together? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Iowa needs to get some more crimes. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) if, if your biggest unsolved crime in Des Moines. I just keep thinking that bag of dog do from 2015. That one still drives us nuts, keeps us up at night. I think about the investigator on that case when that <laughs> comes home from work and the kids, Dad, Dad how did mom, whatever. Oh. How was work today? We still can't find who got that dog do. Worked nine to five on it today. Nothing. God. Bag of dog do. All right. Mm-hmm. And honestly, why wouldn't you just say, that you can't steal dog do. I mean, I really don't. Feel I feel like, like you once can it's out of the it. dog, it's <laughs> fair game for anyone, really. Community right? property. Like I'd be concerned if they stole it from inside the dog. Well, that that would be that'd be interesting. Yes, but once it's out, you know, it's fair game. It's fair game. Finders right? keepers. <laughs> I mean, really. But could you actually imagine somebody being arrested for said crime? What did you? What are you in for? I stole a bag of dog poop. It was a real good one. I have too. a story I want to tell you right now, but tell. I, I feel like it's okay. So <laughs> when I was young, mm-hmm. we had a dog okay. and um, the dog was going to the vet for mm. something. That's yeah. just an important side part of the story. Uh, I was, I went to a school very early in the morning. Yeah. I had a seven 30 school start time and I took a zero hour. So I had to be at school at 6.30 a.m. So oftentimes oh, I would I be leaving the, the house and it would be very dark yeah. in the house and I would try to keep the lights off and try to keep it quiet because, you know, I didn't want to wake up my family members. Yeah, And uh, I was walking out the door uh, of our kitchen and on the kitchen counter there was a brown paper bag and inside of it, lo and behold, I was so excited. My mom had apparently baked brownies and left one right there by the front door for me to take to school with me. And I thought that was so kind of her. And I took it to school. And, and when I opened up the treat bag, it was my dog's stool sample. So I have a question. Yeah. How did you find that out? Well, it just sort of announces itself when you unwrap the bag. Also, did your mom really bake brownies? No. Oh. I just thought she'd been like so. I was like, oh, so you looked in the bag and thought that was a brownie? I just quickly, my ride was there, and I think I opened up the bag and I looked in, and it was dark ish. I mean, it was like, oh my God. And I was like, oh, brownies. And then. Brownies. Took it all the way to school. Oh my god! I mean, got it out of my bag. Bragged, I'm sure, to people about what a nice, lovely mom I had that she made brownies. It wasn't like for me. sweating a little bit or stinky. Yeah, then it was uh, when I opened up. The, it was double bagged. You know, plastic and paper. Sorry, everybody, for putting you off whatever meal you have coming up. Oh my god! But that's a true story. That's I didn't. Nasty. I just. I noticed it when I opened the bag, though. I want everybody to know. Well, don't steal what's not yours. Exactly. 
nasty. Exactly. It's nasty. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to play a little game. That game is the throwback live. We do it every day at 245 on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm James Seawood, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.